Welcome to day 152 of the New Way. I'll read John 7, 32 through 36. The Pharisees heard the crowd whispering such things about him. Then the chief priest and the Pharisees sent temple guards to arrest him. Jesus said, I am with you for only a short time, and then I am going to the one who sent me. You will look for me, but you will not find me, and where I am, you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, Where does this man intend to go that we cannot find him? Will he go where our people live scattered among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What did he mean when he said, You will look for me, but you will not find me, and where I am, you cannot come? The Pharisees decided to arrest Jesus and sent the temple guards to arrest him. Jesus tells the crowds that soon he will be leaving and they won't be allowed to follow him because he's talking about his death on the cross and his return to heaven. I'll read John 7, 37 through 39. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time the Spirit had not been given, since Jesus had not yet been glorified. Notice that it was now the last day of the feast and Jesus is still teaching. Remember that the Jewish leaders had sent the temple guard to arrest him. Keep that in mind as we continue to read. Here Jesus was talking about the spiritual hunger and thirst that happens when we have a God-shaped vacuum inside instead of God. It hungers and thirsts for God. Notice also that the invitation is given to anyone who will acknowledge that they are thirsty or empty on the inside. Do you remember when Jesus was talking with the Samaritan woman beside the well? He told her he would give her living water. Here he says that the Holy Spirit inside of us is like a river of living water. Neat picture. I'll read John 7, 40 through 52. On hearing his words, some of the people said, Surely this man is the prophet. Others said, He is the Messiah. Still others asked, How can the Messiah come from Galilee? 
Does not scripture say that the Messiah will come from David's descendants and from Bethlehem, the town where David lived? Thus the people were divided because of Jesus. Some wanted to seize him, but no one laid a hand on him. Finally, the temple guards went back to the chief priest and the Pharisees, who asked them, Why didn't you bring him in? No one ever spoke the way this man does, the guards replied. You mean he has deceived you also, the Pharisees retorted. Have any of the rulers or of the Pharisees believed in him? No, but this mob who knows nothing of the law, there is a curse on them. Nicodemus, who had gone to Jesus earlier and who was one of their own number, asked, Does our law condemn a man without first hearing him to find out what he has been doing? They replied, Are you from Galilee too? Look into it, and you will find that a prophet does not come out of Galilee. Many were saying that Jesus was the Christ. This is another word for Messiah, or literally means the Anointed One. Notice that some wanted to hurt him, but they couldn't. God's protection was upon him. Even the temple guards could not arrest him. Instead, they returned to the chief priest and the Pharisees. They were so impressed with Jesus' teaching, they risked the wrath of the leaders and did not arrest him. I just want you to recognize that God is almighty and can protect us from anything. Jesus did not die because God could not protect him. He died for our salvation, and that was God's plan all along. Nicodemus, who spoke up here, is the ruler who came to Jesus by night. We talked about him on day 38, and we'll see him again later. Remember, even though Jesus is living in Galilee, he was born in Bethlehem and was from the house and lineage of David. He fulfilled the Jewish prophecies perfectly in his service, Dale.